Did you know that Halo 2 was delayed for its PC release because one of the developers had hid a picture of his backside in the game? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode number 81. My name's Gareth Brody. I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. James Burke. How are you doing, James? It's good to be back. Oh, you were not here uh, last week, were you? No. No. I wasn't. You can't get rid of me for long now. <laughs> I always return. You feeling better? Well, yeah. Sort of. Good. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why in a minute. Oh, great. Um, we, we might have some internet problems today, everyone. I'm just letting you know that it seems to be really lagging. We're on a Saturday today. And it seems to be the busiest day for all of us as we're all in separate places. But that we'll we get through it. On my virtual right is Mr. Richard Dobson. How are you doing, Richard? Hi. Uh, good, thank you. How are you two doing? Very good, thanks. Um, yeah. I, like, I, I like that sigh before you started, Richard. I like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> I always, always doubt myself as to how to sort of respond to you because I don't want to sound like I've you know I could do every time I'm trying to mix it up a bit (laughs) (laughs) what just saying hello yeah yeah okay fair enough that's all right that's a good first impression that's true I think that's gone oh well yeah (laughs) we've lost that we're long gone (laughs) um what have you been up to this week you two uh James what have you been doing I've been recovering from the uh second Covid vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the well last week, and it absolutely took it out of me. Oh wow! Um, the first one was fine, but the second, aching, flu-like symptoms. I was absolutely knackered. It's it's probably a good thing though. It means it's doing something. So hopefully it's uh, getting my body ready to fight off any potential variants that we're really <laughs> It sounds like, a ga- sounds like a game you're talking about now. Yeah, I've levelled up. You've levelled up. Good. <laughs> Great. Very uh, fights. Richard, have um, you had yours yet? No, but I saw this morning that they're introducing, oh, they're inviting 32 and 33-year-olds, so I'm, I'm next. Oh, good. Um, yeah, looking forward to being being jabbed. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Sorry, James, I interrupted. What else have you been doing? Now I was going to say how I've um, taken one of your suggestions, Gareth, and I now follow a football team in the Korean League. A while ago, you said that I should have a look at the, um, <laughs> the Korean Football League, and I finally have done. I've had no, uh, I have now, no, I have no memory of this. <laughs> it, it it was either on the podcast or one of our off-air gatherings. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm now a fan of FC Seoul. Oh. Who are at the second bottom in the league. Oh, Jesus. Um, but I, I picked them because they've got Keith Young 
he used to play for Swansea. Yeah. Um, so I recognised him, and I thought, yeah, I'll go with that. But they're, they're utterly terrible. Um, <laughs> but with the way the league works, it's only 12 teams, um, and they play quite a lot of games. So if they win the next three games in hand, they could be in the top six. Oh, so wow. wow. Good. Yeah. That sounds terrible. I know. <laughs> it's your idea. Did you, have you watched a live game yet? Uh, like a 90-minute whole thing? Yeah, yeah. I've watched two so far. Oh, my God. Two live games. Uh, they run at like nine in the morning. You've got too much time in your hand. That's all I'm saying. Play some games. <laughs> wow. All right, thanks for that. <laughs> That's my next bit of advice. Okay. Uh, Richard, what have you been doing? Um, well, with the, the cinemas opening this week, I uh, I finally managed to catch the new Mortal Kombat film. <clears throat> and uh, it was okay. I think <laughs> there was there's a bit in, in the middle. It's about 30 to 40 minutes of just all story and not much fighting. And it really does sag at that point you feel like that bit if it was in a, a rocky film for example would just be a, a four minute montage right of them all training uh but the, the some of the fight scenes are, are really good the uh, fatalities are, are impressive um and i'm hoping that it does get a sequel because it'd be interesting to see what they do with the next um james have you seen it yet because you were really keen to see this, weren't you, for ages? I was. I wanted to see it on day one. But by the time it came to uh, student platforms, I thought, hey, it's died down now. Uh, I'm not paying 15 quid. Right. So I'm going to wait now. It wait won't. It's free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Are you looking forward to this film? Is it, <laughs> is it, is it better than the original? I haven't seen the originals. Have you not? Oh, no. you need to find that. I think it's Amazon Prime. If you've got that, check it out. It's uh, very um, interesting. <laughs> um, so it's okay, Richard, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth a watch, but okay. you won't be rushing out to watch it again. Right. Good. I won't, I won't ever rush out and watch it. I don't think, I don't think it's for me. <laughs> um, I've been watching a couple of things um, which I recommend uh, now there's a series on Netflix you might have seen before called Love, Death and Other Robots and it's like some short films that are animations and Netflix released the first season maybe a couple of years ago maybe a year ago and there were 17 of them um, in one season and they were sort of like they have a quite a sci-fi feel most of them or kind of like creature of the week kind of feel and they're all tackling different subjects but loosely based on love death and other robots um, and season two was just dropped last week and there's only eight episodes each are about longest is about 12 minutes and so a much more condensed series and i've watched them all um i watched them all <laughs> over one night when I got back late from work. You've got too much time on your hands, you. <laughs> True. Very good. True. Um, and 70% of them are great. So I'd really recommend it. If you kind of love animation 
and some of the animations, mostly the animation is fantastic, but some of the stories are really great. There's some, there's a story about a sort of old lady who's Hoover, um, um, robot Hoover runs amok and tries to kill her. There's a Christmas story that unlike anything you've ever seen oh. in your life before. And there's a brilliant story based on a, a J.G. Ballard who did uh, Crash and um, High Rise, a short story about a giant that washes up on an English beach and what happens, like dead, and what happens, what happens, um, what do the people do with it? They start tearing the body apart and... Like yeah, but a very darker version of that. But it's really worth a watch. It's really good. And only 10, 12 minutes. So give it a go. Have you seen any of it, you two? Uh, I watched most of the first series and, and enjoyed it. It reminded me of the likes of Animatrix and mm. Halo Legends from back in the day. These sort of an, mm. anime anthology type yeah. things. But yeah, I was impressed by it. James? Yeah, I, watched about, I watched about five minutes of one of them. <laughs> Into Korean football was on. You had to switch over. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah it's, it's worth watching. It's really good. And the other thing I'm going to recommend really quickly is a TV series that's on Sky Atlantic at the moment, or Now TV, which I'm watching. Uh, Mayor of East Town. Mayor as in nice. M-A-R-E. And it's got Kate Winslet in it. And it's like a quite a realistic crime drama. Um, Kate Winslet plays a sort of police detective in a very small town these towns in sort of pennsylvania in america it's a bit like crew and it um and there's a murder of a girl in the first episode and there's a couple of girls who also go missing so it's about that but it also it's really beautifully acted it's really entertaining and it, and some kind of harrowing crime scenes but really well done and it's got also the actor who plays Quicksilver in the X-Men films and... Evan Peters. Yeah, who's always great. He's, he's really in the good. American Horror Story. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. He's always great. Yeah. So he's in it as well. But yeah. I'd recommend that if you two want to watch that or anyone else. Yeah, I've seen the finale. You've seen the finale? the last episode. Oh, you saw the yeah. last episode? Did you, did you watch the ones before that? No. Mm, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have to just, just do real panic right. and just watch the bit of it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> good, but good. Never, never watched the world up. Yeah, save a bit of time. Yeah, good. <laughs> Richard, um, I don't have Sky Atlantic, unfortunately. Right, you two, get off I'm the a... podcast, then. This is <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, if you if you've got now TV or Sky, like, give it a watch. Sorry, James, what are you going to say? I'm going to say, don't got me. I've watched it. <laughs> <laughs> you've glanced at, you've glanced at it that's not watching it you've glanced at it between Korean football and wrestling that's like getting a book and reading the last page yeah exactly whether it's for me or not it's quicker though isn't it <laughs> <laughs> let's do games let's go straight into games you two Richard what, you, what have you been playing you've been playing a video haven't you yeah um, so I well basically I I've been playing one game mainly this week. Um, I'll go on to a second game that I've dabbled with. But mainly this week, it's um, been Mass Effect Legendary Edition. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really... As someone that sort of played the original, as many people did, I think when I was... Probably before I was 18... 
it feel it feels like a lifetime ago now. But um, yeah, immediately once the uh, original Mass Effect title screen pops up, you, it instantly transports you back to this this time and spending time with these these characters that you spent a long, long time with, and it feels instantly familiar. I think they've done a really, really good job with this remaster that they've properly kept um, everything as you remember um, whilst updating it for more modern consoles and uh, bringing in line a lot of older mechanics up, up, up to date. Uh, so, for example, the big thing with the um, the Mako that you drive around in. This is the first one, isn't it? First Mass yeah. Effect, yeah. Um, it feels similar to how it felt before. Uh, very janky, but also works a bit better. They've, they've tightened that up. Um, you can still fling it off of um, cliffs and, and it not receive any damage, which is still fun to do. But yeah, it feels a lot better to drive, and then just just getting getting reacquainted with these characters and uh, picking your favourites again. I've got loads of questions, Richard. Can I ask you questions? Yes, yes. Um, question one: um, How many have you played of the three so far? Um, I'm over halfway through the first one, and for the purpose because I'm reviewing it, so obviously yeah. I need to play all three. I've done. A little bit of the second one as well. I've not touched the third one yet. Okay, good. Um, but I need to obviously do that soon. Question two: Who are you romancing this time round? Ah, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going for. Even though when I first played it, I didn't know what happened. Obviously, in the second one, but I'm going for Liara again. Uh-huh. Um, I had an issue the other day where I'd just finished uh, Novaria, the, the planet Novaria, um, where Ashley and Liara came to me and they were like, we need you to sort this out now. Which one of us are you picking? Because I apparently I'd been playing them off against each other without my knowledge. Right. Um, so I, I said, yeah, sorry, it's going to be Liara. <laughs> <laughs> to, to let Ashley down gently. Oh. Can you romance the Krogan? I've never tried. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tie, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe on my insanity playthrough. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see that love scene. Oh, blimey. Um, good. Um, James, have you got any questions before I carry on? Because you've not played it yeah. before, have you? What, what's the name of the main character? John. John Shepard. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't changed the correct. name. I've just gone for the. the yeah, the, I think no, it's correct. Yeah. <laughs> James has not ever played a Mass Effect. Question's done. <laughs> um, question. You know that. You know. Famously, you used to go when you were on the ship. You used to go into the lift, and they used to. Be, I mean, it started off the whole joke about loading times. That Mass yeah. Effect. So what happens now? Is it still a loading time there in the in the elevator, or is it just going? You still in you still go in lifts and elevators, and I think actually it being on a modern console, it shows just how so some of the layouts of the the buildings and that in a way these these faster loading times and um, 
it, it shows how badly these buildings are designed because you sort of need to go into one elevator to get to a small platform. Mm. But then you need to go off to another room, but that's further down in a different elevator. So they've they've masked all these loading screens behind these elevators. Uh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're just going to loads of elevators really quickly now. Yeah, so, yeah. Um... <laughs> it doesn't make much sense, does doesn't the the layout? And I'd, if I were these people, I'd be having words with the architects. Yeah, for the design. But yeah, you can. The loading times have obviously been improved, I think, but the the elevators are still there, so you still need to go in them. Right. Um, but uh, on, when you're on the Citadel, which is like the main hub hub world, uh, you can get um, news bulletins, which will lead into side quests or um, some back and forth between your other companions that you've taken with you. So you don't necessarily mind being in these elevators because there's something going on at the same time. Hmm. Oh, exciting. So are you um, you're enjoying it then? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, very, very much familiar, familiarity, but also um, you can see instantly where the improvements are. Right. Well, I'm tempted to go back, you know, to give it another go now. But I've done it all before. James, what about you? Are you tempted to give it a go for the first time? Um, probably not. <laughs> I mean, I've got plenty of other games to play. Yeah. Before that. Yeah, that's right. That's the problem. Skyrim? Yeah, I remember that. Oblivion? <laughs> yes. Right the Korean League playoffs soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what games have you been playing, James? I don't play games anymore. Mm. But for the purpose of this segment, yeah. I'll mix them up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I reviewed the Wardrobe Even Better Edition. Um, I don't know why it's the even better edition. They've never told me. But we'll call it the wardrobe. Okay. It's a point and click adventure. Um, and the main character is called Skinny. You die within the opening sequence. So that's different. Mm-hmm. Um, you get poisoned by a plum uh, during a picnic with their best friend Ronald. Huh. Um, it's very serious. Someone died. Um, and the rest of the game is you playing as Skinny, who lives inside his best friend's wardrobe, um, and you've got to help his best friend get over the fact that he basically killed him with a plum. Um, but but after the first five minutes, you don't really talk about any of that until right at the end. So it's it's a it's a main plot that you don't really continue. If you know what I mean? It's just part it's part of the story but you don't really learn anything more. You don't talk to Ronald, um, who's his friend. It's more about little side stories mm. on the way to that. Um and as it is a point and click, you got loads of confusing adventure puzzles. To solve. Obscure ones, yeah. Really obscure. Yeah, they really make no sense sometimes. Yeah. And that's probably the most uh, frustrating part. I mean, there's one part where you've got to mix sewage water with tablets and then give it to a pile of dust to evolve it. 
into a strong pile of dust. Um, so yeah, it's it's um, it. You need a guide, I think, to play. Yeah, this yeah. Um, but the the main reason I'd recommend it is that there's a load of pop culture references that are woven into the dialogue uh, and incorporated into the like, level designs. It is sort of quite nostalgic about spotting little nods to Mario and Harry Potter and the Matrix and things while you're playing it. Like, ah, oh, yeah, I recognise that. Mm. Um, like, you've got the Witch Doctor mask from Crash Bandicoot. Right. Um, um, and there's even... Have you seen Hellraiser? I have, yeah. Pinhead. Ah. Pinhead makes an appearance, which is completely random and pointless, but it's still fun. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the game I've played this week. How much is it? And how much? How many stars did you give it? Stars. <laughs> it's cool it, it is. Yeah. £16.74. That's a lot of money. Mm, yeah. That's a lot of money. You, you get about six hours of gameplay, I'd say. Right. Six to eight. Um... I give it a three and a half. Oh. But it all depends if you're into the whole nostalgia bit. If you're not up for nostalgia, it's going to annoy you. See, I, really re- I reviewed a lot of point and clickers recently for us. Um, and it's yeah. by that, what's that publishing company that produces games all the time for four quid? Rata, Rata 2. <laughs> Yeah, and they've done a lot of pointer clickers recently, and they're about four quid in that same retro kind of obscure clues kind of way. Yeah, so it's, it seems to be a lot of them coming out at the moment. Yeah, Sixteen quid's quite high. Yeah, yeah. It is if you're going to get annoyed by it. Yeah. Um, I'd say I quite enjoyed the finding things in the environments and going, oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. That's cool. Yeah. Good. All right. Um, I've been playing uh, Assassin's Creed DLC, the first sort of expansion story pack, which is called Wrath of the Druids, and uh, it's about ten to fifteen hours if you just through it. And I think it might cost you twenty four ninety nine. I think I've got the season pass, so it's it's there. And it takes um, the Viking guy that I've got the name of, or the woman, um, off to Ireland. A part sort of like a part of Ireland where you can go and you go into a um, a kind of political um, drama involving the kings of Ireland, kings of Dublin, and um, the intrigue and this idea of these occult like um, like the Templars and the main thing of Druids who are there to take over the world, and you it's it's the same kind of mechanics nothing's really that different from the assassin creed you you're going in your boats you're doing raids you're um killing lots of people and you're uh, climbing lots of beautiful and it looks stunning island the bits of island they've got is just really great it just looks really good so it's very rainy this time around um and it's enjoyable but it doesn't it's great i finished it but it doesn't it doesn't um some of the DLC from Assassin's Creed because it's taking you something completely different or it's put you into some weird other reality or something. This one 
just like doing a few more missions in the kind of world. Even though Island's really nice to explore, it doesn't. It's a nice little bit of story. It didn't blow me away. It didn't go, oh, that's great. And the main problem I had by the time I finished Assassin's Creed, I put in about eighty-five hours into the last one. Um, I was level three hundred and something, forty or something. And I think the recommendation level for this is about two fifty. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> if I just breathed on someone, they died. And I've got this massive, shiny, kind of like ancient weapon that I'm just like, and then you fight someone, you go, there you go. Just literally touching people and they're collapsing. And so when it came to the sort of boss battles, I'm just like, two minutes done. So I did have that. I was kind of, I did feel very, very overpowered. And, um, and so it, it didn't have that tension. It might normally done. But, you know, it's Assassin's Creed. People love it. Well, just love going around exploring it and I said it took me about 10 to maybe 15 maybe 12 hours to do the main story but there's loads more to find in there there's ancient weapons and extra secrets and levels and things to do so um, yeah if you if you like the Valhalla world get back in that's my advice get back in waste all the hours oh, God I've done so many hours um, Richard what's your next game it's this was, um, it's been on my backlog for a while, this one. And I thought with me going on the podcast, I didn't just want to spend all my time talking about Mass Effect. So I, I, I gave this one the try finally. But um, this is on PS4 and Nintendo Switch. I've been playing it on the PS4, but it's a game called Disaster Report 4, which is a Japanese game uh, where you play as a, a young person, man or woman. I think you can create a character. And uh, you're on the bus, and a big earthquake hits, and uh, you then obviously get off the bus, and you sort of in this this city uh, after the earthquake, helping people out. Oh. Um, but it's it's a very weird game because you get a, there's a thing called uh, moral points, so. You, rather than have like a morality system that sort of changes the world around you, people that you help out, you you respond to their their help. Um, so for example, early on in the game, there's a school teacher who's lost three of her pupils. So you can either sort of offer to help her find these pupils, which will get you moral points, or you can try and char up, which will get you immoral points. <laughs> In the middle, after an earthquake disaster. Yeah, like t- pick your time. Oh, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, then, then there was a guy that um, was chasing after someone and you sort of see him run off in the background and he asks you which way he's going. So you can either tell him the truth or tell him a lie and get a moral or immoral points from that. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's strange. Um it's obviously a, a terrible thing that's happened to this city, but you can, you can then almost take advantage of the situ- situation and just walk around being a total jerk. It sounds good. It, it, there's a game called, um, and this might have been on the PS2, or maybe 360, called I Am Alive. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. had us, you were in, weren't you in an earthquake? And I remember you were sort of just climbing around in, through sort of buildings that were collapsing and trying to survive there. It rings a bell. Rings a bell. That and that mm-hmm. was a Japanese game, I think. It's only quite, yeah. So you enjoying it, Richard? 
It's unusual. Yeah. Okay. Um, it looks. I mean, I've not put that that much time into it. I think I've only played an hour or so so far, but it looks quite basic in terms of of what else there is to do. Right. But okay. I'll I'll keep I'll keep going. I might start being a dick a bit more. They've been nice so far. I can I can never be a dick. I always have to be nice in games. <laughs> James, what about you? I'm the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Uh, it, yeah, you've got to do something you're not used to. Yeah, that's true. You know, so I just try to be a dick. Any yeah. chance to get, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, James, what else have you been playing? Um, we're pleased to know that if you've heard of games like Bunny Parking, Soccer Bunny, yeah. and Kick It Bunny. There's another rabbit based puzzler coming to the Xbox in the first week of June. And I, you know, to play it ahead of time. Ah. Um, it's called Bunny Factory. Um, any questions? It's not, got, it's not got an embargo on it, this uh, game, is it? At this point, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, good. Just so we know. Uh, No, it's definitely okay. Right, good. Good. I knew it's not. Sorry, Neil. Um, It's. I I, I didn't really get on with the other games in the Brin series. Uh, They're all quite poorly made, Hmm. um, irritating, and I just didn't like them. But this one, it's quite an improvement. I'm impressed. Um, you take control of a, a bunny, or a rabbit, whatever you call it. It's inside a, a mech suit. And you go around carrying boxes um, in a factory. And you put them on a grid that changes shape for each puzzle. Um, and the idea is that these boxes, this is very difficult to explain, they emit lines of electrical currents in up to four different directions. So it could light up north, east, south, or west on the grid. And you've got to cover the whole grid with these lines of currents. Did you have a jigsaw? Yeah. Um, and it, it's actually really clever because you start with one coloured boxes, put the red first, and then they add the yellow boxes. You've got more to contend with, and then later on, you've got boxes with no colour, and you have to decide which ones to use uh, and in which colour. I love how you're trying to make this exciting. I don't know. <laughs> Believe me, it took it took me an hour to write the notes to make sense, and even now I don't understand it myself. But when you play it, it's, it, it's fun. It makes complete sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, will it win any awards? Probably not. But right. it's a decent and quite logical game with these guys. I like the way you um, said the, it's the best of the bunny series. Like we all know, it's like Mass Effect. The best of the Mass Effect games. <laughs> I mean, it's cheaper than Mass Effect. It's under a tenner. 
Yeah, yeah it's there you go. Long. That's worth a look. Good. Okay, um, good. If you break before launch, I think there's two quid off it. So you risk it in early. <laughs> if you want it, get in there now. Get in there. <laughs> get in there. <laughs> good. If you miss it, you miss out. Yeah. Exactly, Richard. Yes. Exactly. Good. Um, the last game we're going to talk about, I'm really briefly because I haven't played much of it, it's called The Wild at Heart, which um, is on Xbox Game Pass. It came out this week. I have, I've had about 45 minutes on it. It's a it's a really nice little top-down sort of R, R, maybe like an RPG crafter. You were kind of boys in his bedroom and then you just run away from home and then you go into this kind of adventure and in the sort of like from the back garden to the woods um and yeah it's an it's a i don't know much about it so much like 45 minutes but it's it's the artwork is beautiful it's really kind of like that cartoon kind of hand-drawn style um kind of wacky characters and a strange kind of like children's adventure it's really nice i'm really enjoying it so far um have a go at that and that leads us on to the game pass what's coming out to the end of may we kind of know don't we that's come out, The Wild at Heart. Yeah, no, no Cloud City. That came out yesterday. That's getting some good reviews. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. Um, it's not a dodge roll, isn't it? Dodge roll mixed with, what would you say, Overwatch? Yeah. I I'm going to have to give that a go, um, I think. Should we all give that a go? Yeah, I think because it's on Game Pass as well. I think it's worth a look. Yeah, get a party together. Yeah, because it is getting yeah. some nice sort of... Um, it's, EA released that other sort of arena game, Rocket Arena, last year. Didn't it? Rocket Arena? Yeah. Um, which was, But that was only good for half an hour or something, and then you've forgotten about it. But this looks like it might have a bit of legs to it. Yeah. Um, Man yeah. Eater's coming out. I'm interested in that. I was going to buy it, and I thought, you know what, I'll wait. I'm glad I did now. Because... Uh, I always fancied being a shark, killing people. Mm. It's a lifelong dream. Good. I can uh, fulfill. Um, I think I've played it on PS5, and it's, it's yeah, it's not for me. I think, I think we gave it a 5 out of 5, you know. Did we? <laughs> I think so. did, did Paul review Paul reviewed it? All right. Yeah. 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 Wow. Because <laughs> it was a, a fish-based game. <laughs> yeah, he loves a fish but There is another fish game coming out on the... Um, the catch. The catch. Uh, one day I, I will get a five as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, Snowrunner. Have you played any of those games? That's coming out. No. No, but someone I saw someone describe it as uh, Death Stranding meets Forza Horizon, and I was like, oh, I'm going to give this a go now. Then. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's no Richard yeah, it's quite a bold claim isn't it <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it is all about just trying to balance isn't it balance your weight loads and stuff like that mm. yeah you need to it's, it's much more of a tactical drive than just bombing it up a hill yeah and then there's Conan Conan Exiles I think I might have reviewed at one point I remember playing that which is like a survival yeah. RPG it was good you like all that stuff very good um, now it's not I, I sorry don't forget Met Warrior 5 I did forget it for a reason. What is that? I, I have no idea. <laughs> right. But I think it's like fighting in mechs. God. It's like 2002 all over again. It's actually 2015. <laughs> That's, That's it. Really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Um, the now there isn't. It is a, a madly impressive month. Oh, we did have what do we have at the start of May? But I think June might be. There might be some prizes for June, might there? With the E3, I think we're going to get a few prizes. Yeah, surprises. We might get a few. Oh. Um, Okay, it's out tomorrow. <laughs> Announcements, won't we? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, on Game Pass. Um, other news this week. Um, some people might get very excited about this. Some people might not care. Is Time Splitters, which was on the old PS2, wasn't it? Last time I remember that happening. Yeah. That's that's it's coming back, isn't it? Tell us about it. Who's excited about Time Splitters? Not me. me. <laughs> Richard, tell us about what is Time Splitters, first of all. Time Splitters is a first person shooter. Um they released three of them on the PS2. And it, the company that did it was known as Free Radical, which originally started um as sort of like a breakout from Rare, I believe. Um but basically THQ Nordic, they they own the IP. They bought it back a while ago. Uh, not them, sorry. Uh, Deep Silver have it. Okay. Um, but they're basically recreating Free Radical Design as a studio again to to handle this IP. Um, and they've got uh, Steve Ellis and David Doak who worked on the original titles back in to, to sort of spearhead this new studio. And it is, it's quite exciting for, for time splitters fans, even though they've, they've sort of said, um, development development on a new game has not started, but I'm going to go out on a limb and sort of say, well, they're not doing time splitters for, but working on perhaps the existing games and bringing them back out. Oh, okay. Like a little trilogy of them. Yeah. It, it, is it right to say, because I kind of vaguely remember, I wasn't a big fan, because it, it wasn't online, was it? It was It was a local... Or even local, was it? Uh, even local? Could you play against each other? Yeah, yeah, definitely play local, because right. that was me and, me and my friends when we should have been revising for GCSEs. Uh, but I think the third one, Future Perfect, had... Online capabilities. If you had the big um, uh, add-on for the PS2, which, ah. if I recall, not many people did anyway. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they are doing anything with the original trilogy, because I know that there's a lot of love out there for Time Splitters too, uh, myself included. James. I've actually played Time Splitters 2. I think it was one of the first games I got with the Xbox. Um, I never I never really remembered it. So it can't have been that good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so no, I don't, I don't want a remastered or a reboot or anything, thanks. Can you use something else? That'd be great. I heard that they worked on Rise at um, one point in the team. Right. Did they, um, yeah, did they go into Crytek? Yeah. So I'd rather just go back there and do Rise 2. If we can make that happen. Okay. Um, 
Right, the next bit we're going to talk about, I think it's interesting because I think it's, it's I don't know, in, in the world where we've got, you've got Overwatch and you've got those kind of games now, it's, it's such a long time, isn't it? 2002, was it, last time it was out? Three, maybe? 18 years? Since it was really... It was one of those times. I think it's around that time. It's just whether it will hold up and have that appeal. I mean, it's like a whole generation right. won't know what it is. Yeah. yeah I'm to get confused. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm just talking about time splits again, thinking about how... But Richard's excited, so I should be excited. I'll be excited yeah, it's for a long you, enough time. It's a long enough time for a new generation to enjoy it. Mm. I suppose. It's being sort impossible. of... I think the problem is, though, that it came out. It was an FPS that came out before Call of Duty really hit its stride, mm-hmm. and everything, every basically every FPS then since then sort of tried to emulate that in some way. But Time Split has had its own unique charm. That it, whilst it might not have been the most the best FPS in terms of mechanics and stuff like that, it just had had something different about it. Yeah, that might get a bit lost nowadays. Which is my worry. Yeah. Good, well, we'll see. We'll see in 2025. Right. <laughs> um, going on briefly is um, there's another interesting one. Overwatch 2, um, Blizzard, who are having loads of issues this week with people leaving and reports of the company. People, all, all the staff going off into indie studios. Um, but they showed a stream of Overwatch 2 and the interesting thing about this, they've got this, um, which I quite liked, find it kind of interesting and fascinating, is they've made it six versus six per, um, PvP. They've gone down to five, and they've got it so you can only have one tank character instead of two. Mm-hmm. And what I found interesting, I mean, for us, it's like because we're not huge Overwatch players, are we? I really enjoyed it, but it's not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't realise how big the thing is because it's like pro teams and people make money from it. All these people who have played tank characters have been saying, you know, who's worried about their job? And of course it's a job for people, isn't it? Playing in these pro leagues. And they're going to do one tank? Is that right? Yeah, and the fact they've cut it down from six to five. Mm. So someone's sitting on the bench Yeah. in the next season. Um, We've played quite a few it'd be quite disheartening that they spent all this time on, say, a tank character, and now they're going to have to either learn a different one to get into the team, or even just not not get in at all Yeah. in the next game. Um, but then I think from an outsider's point of view, I think, well, it's a new game. Overwatch 2... You've got to expect to start again. Mm. Um, and you should be so self-entitled. Just get over it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something interesting, isn't it, in the, in the whole thing of just going... Like you said, yeah, it's a new game. But that that sort of held true maybe 10 years ago when you would sort of like go, OK, we're going to do a new um, I don't know, Call of Duty and it's here, we've got rid of that gun. And people would go mad about it. But now it's... This is interesting because it's people's careers now. They've built a career off a game, haven't they? They're pro. Overwatch, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's something like going into a, a firm, maybe, who do, I don't know, sell paper, and then going, we're getting rid of the, um, that department. <laughs> that department's gone. 
<laughs> and people are feel, isn't it? It has a similar feel to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Am I am I over dramatizing it here? But I was quite interested. <laughs> right, I mean, yeah, it's people job. People getting very worried and very head up by it. I was always of the impression though, with playing Overwatch, you tended to have three or four characters that you knew inside out anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would always have a backup in case. Because if, if so, for example, if we were to go on and play Overwatch, um, and a character that we that we knew well was already chosen, we'd have to pick a different one. Yes. So, but I guess um, these people have been just that's their they're brilliant at being that tank, aren't they? I mean, you're right; they have to retrain, but that's what they do. They're professionals at it. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, redundancies happen. Yeah. In businesses, <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah, and at the same time, you're getting paid to play a game. If you're lucky, they've had a, a decent career in one game. If it's the end of it, it's the end of it. You know, you have to even work hard for the new game, or just make peace with the fact that they got you. Oh, James, I lost you there in the last bit. Cut out. It was really good yeah. advice. I just have to go out with people. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get hold of James, who's head of HR. Yeah, what's advice for your next career move? I'm here. Um, I'll talk you through it. There's a, f- a, f- a fledgling football league in the Korean. Yeah. In the Koreas that needs some help. Um, gentlemen, should we do a quiz? Oh, it's um, let's just quickly look at this. It's Expert Celebrates Global Accessibility Awareness Day. Um, when's that, James? Uh, it was the 20th. No, oh. May. <laughs> we missed it. Um, and they just they announced a few things that they're bringing in. One of the interesting thing was um, for party chat, they're enabling people to speak in party chat, and it will come up in text oh. for people that are hard of hearing. That's good. And vice versa. Sorry. Um, Sorry, no, James. Come. On. No, sorry, Jim. <laughs> one of you, one of you, Richard. Tell me what you're going to say. I was just going to say, uh, having used text to speech in Microsoft Teams, though it's it's not very good. Yeah, I was going to say they are doing text to speech the other way around as well, where people that can't speak can write in text, and it'll read it out in um, a robot voice, technically. Um, so they're integrating that into the party chat very soon. Oh, okay. I mean, it's good to have it. Yeah. You can't... It's good to see that they're trying to... Yeah. ...have more options for the... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Right, you lot. We're going to do a quiz. Because there isn't much else. So there's an next... Yeah, we're going to have to, yeah. Um, Xbox and Bethesda have confirmed the joint E3 conference, but we've not a lot to say about that, apart from... <laughs> They're doing it. We don't know what they're going to say. But we'll have some more E3 stuff in the next couple of weeks. Um, let's do a quiz. Now, James is the reigning champion at the moment. Winning, he's just beating everyone. Poor Paul got devastated last time in this quiz. What have I called this quiz? It's the same one I do every time. I'll quickly explain the rules. I've got a game. Um, you've got to guess what the game is. There's five clues. And I've taken the clues from the user reviews from Metacritic. And... And the user reviews are from the general public, the people whose voices really count, who or who are drunk. 
and they talk about their game and the first clue is hard and the last one is um, easier. So whoever gets it, you get a point, five points if you get it straight away, one point for um, guessing it, the fifth clue. And of course, there's a bonus point for getting the user review score. All clear? Are we yes. ready? Good. Yes. James, you ready? Yeah. Good. He's, he's going to do it. First game. First clue. Who's going first? Uh, Richard. There are literally no words in the world to describe how amazing this game is. You have one guess each. Death Stranding. No. James. There are literally no words in the world to describe how amazing this game is. Is it Destiny 2? <laughs> no. <laughs> you say that quite a lot. <laughs> um, question 2. Clue 2. Um, 30 frames per second, bad frame pacing, no 60 frames per second in 4K. It's a delusional remake, technically badly executed. You can't seriously give it a high score for lazy programming. Oh, James. Like remake. I don't know. Resident Evil 3. No. Good guess, though. Mm. Um, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. No. Good guess as well. Third clue. First thing first, the fact you have to download two of the three games is annoying. I had to wait an hour to get the game running because of the downloads. I had no internet this morning, so I had to wait a long time before getting to play. <laughs> it's just someone being annoyed. Like, uh, Richard. Um, Spyro. Correct. Well done, Richard. Three points. Well done, Richard. Really good. And the other two clues were the game is almost a perfect remaster of the original trilogy. Um, last one was Crash Bandicoot getting a remake. It's inevitable that Spyro would too. And wow, do I love it. Okay, good. Um, James, you can guess the score. Um, 8.4. 8.4. Richard, what are you going to do? 7.9. Good. I've lost the document. Just talk about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was your one, James? 8.4. What was yours, Richard? 7.9. Oh, Richard's got it. It's 8.1. So Richard was closer by point. Well done, Richard. Damn. It's Richard's day. Come on, James. What are you doing? Put yourself together. You're the champion. Some respect. I'm going to have to be hungover more often if it goes like yeah. this. I think, I think the fact of getting a pep talk from you, Gareth, <laughs> is even more depressing. <laughs> Here we go. James uh, is first. Next game. A masterpiece. Yeah. The godfather of video games. I promise you, this game, you could just throw out all the other ones. You never want to okay then again. That's the how it's... Literally, how they've written. You never want to okay then again. Whatever the hell that means. 
Um, I'm going to have to rush you, you two. Is it Yakuza like a dragon? No, no. Richard. The Last of Us Part 2. No. Good, next clue. Don't understand me wrong. Actually, the game makes fun, especially when you play local multiplayer. Don't understand me wrong. Uh, um, Richard. What game is a local multiplayer now? Um, Halo Master Chief Collection. No. Halo 5. No. Good. Next clue. Not worth it since this game has lower qualities than its predecessors and it's, and it's available on consoles that aren't Nintendo. Mm. <laughs> um, I can't think. Go on, James. Do a quick, do a guess. A random guess. Just go with the Witcher Three. I don't know. No. Okay. Good. Richard. Yeah. Mario Kart. No. Good. For two points. More modes would have been nice because after a while doing the same thing does not make the game does make the game become a little repetitive. <laughs> Richard. Not a clue. Um Not a clue. Uh, oh god, I can't think of <laughs> Rocket right. League. No. Goldeneye. No. For one point. Um, there are a decent variety of songs to dance to, and I can't see me or my children getting bored of the game anytime soon because of this. Just dance. Yes. Well done. <laughs> a point. <laughs> I know you're so disappointed to get it right. Just dance. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I liked someone saying it was the godfather of video games. I know. That's amazing. <laughs> um, good. Um, Richard, you get to go for the score this time. 7.2. What are you going for, James? Uh, 7.1. James has got it. It's 5.8. Ooh, that's harsh. I was hoping that godfather comment would skew it. To a higher score. Yeah. yeah. Just that one person's view. That was it. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right. Game three. First clue. Very high quality action game. Unique story and excellent game mechanics. Uh, is it Richard first? I think it might be. You know. uh, I'm going to go Death Stranding again. Nope. Mad Max. Oh, no. Clue two. Big performance issues, terrible graphics for a console game, and worst issue of all, the cinematics crash and have poor animations. James. Uh, Metal Gear 5? That's a good guess, but no. That was my guess as well. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> 
Halo 5. No. Good guess as well. Clue 3. Even if you don't pay attention to its ominous, weird story and characters, you'll still get the most of its gameplay and presentation. And my God, the art direction here is jaw-dropping in capitals. Richard. Borderlands 3? Uh, no. Borderlands 3? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clue, t- clue 4. A co-worker suggested this game to me, and I'm very glad they did. I couldn't put it down. Jesse, the main character, is well-written, and I love the voice actress's work. James. Jesse. Jesse. Um, I know it's wrong, but control. Two points, well done, James. To control, <laughs> very good, yeah. Very good. Yeah. I couldn't think. Very good. And the last clue was Remedy have done it again. What a game, definitely 2019 game of the year. Um, who's guessing the score? Is it? James, James, going for James. Yeah. What are you going for, James? Mm. 8.3. 8.3. Mm. Richard? 8.2. It's 7.3. Richard's got it. Oh, it's close, this. It's, uh, so Richard's on five. James is on four. Wow. Game four. I was, I was actually really surprised with this one. It's pretty rare to see a shooter rely on story to keep the player going instead of the mindless action we see in the Call of Duty series. And that's um, James. Is it Battlefield? No. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to have to rush you two now. Crisis. No, good guess though. Clue two. Feels like a really bad version of Bioshock. Stuck on rails, a la the COD games, with none of the fun or polish that either of these titles provide. Given it's an FPS, it fails on the most basic premise. The shooting, it's broken. It's Richard, mm. I think. Oh, God, I can't think. Can't think now. <laughs> I'm going to have to rush you. <laughs> uh, Borderlands 3 again. No. I can't think of anything. James. Probably wrong. Do you Oh, good guess, but no. no. Clue 3. Why am I telling you to buy the book and play the game? Because the story might be difficult to follow because it barely tells the story of the book. I think that's James. I'm trying to work out the quote. Get the book before the game. Because the book tells me. Gears of War? Oh, no. Richard. Is it Metro Exodus? No. Good, next clue. In the first few levels, visiting the small station towns was a real treat. The atmosphere is breathtaking. 
And there are so many details that one can absorb. And that is that is that you, Richard? Yeah. Yeah. The Metro twenty thirty three. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Sorry, Richard. That was so cruel that first one. No, I knew. I knew. When you said the book, I knew where it was going to be. But then when you said the station towns, I'd got the wrong one. And the last clue was you're not find this desolate. You will not find the desolate satirical waste of fallout in this game. Most of the game takes place in the metro tunnels of Moscow. Um, right, whose go is it? I guess in the this me. The yeah, what are you going to go for? Seven point seven. James, what are you going to go? Mm. Seven point eight. It's seven point seven, Richard. Uh, <laughs> like you're on the <laughs> right, James, you've got to pull out a, a worldie here in the first two to get right. it. Is it before we start? Is it Halo Five? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Destiny Two. Richard's first, though, to guess. So here's oh, the first no. one. The gra- the graphics are very atmospheric, as is the audio. The game seems to be fairly linear, but with some open world design. Gears 5? No, James, this is it. No pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to rush you. All right, calm down. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go out. <laughs> Limbo. Limbo, no, good guess so. Oh, oh, oh this is good. Got to do it on this one. Prepare for a lot of walking, running, and voices. Game could have been much better, but too much focus was on just telling the story rather than the mechanics. Uh, Hellblade? You're absolutely right, it's Hellblade. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, it's Atoll. I'm just going to go through the other ones. Nice graphics, but Scandinavian theme, big fail. Um, D, take a look, Morty, Naughty Dog, beautiful story game with a strong female protagonist. And last one was Ninja Theory, really did something else with this game. Um, it's eight all, and it all goes down to guessing the score, who gets closer. So, Hellblade. Um, <laughs> it's a terrible way to win or lose. It's amazing. Uh, who's who's guessing the score first? I think, I can't remember. James. James, go for it, James. Uh, my word. Um, eight. An eight. Um, Richard, what are you going to go for? That's a, a good marker. Uh, I'm going to have to go at 7.9. So for the for the game, um, Richard's dead on at 7.9. He's <laughs> 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 done it! He's <laughs> done it! <laughs> wow. That was... How are you, how are you well feeling, James? James? Are you okay? I'm feeling like, you know... <laughs> I had a good run. It's in a horrible way to lose. Good. Right, a horrible way to lose. But what a game. What a game. Um, This is the content people want. This is it, isn't it? What are we looking forward to next week? We've got to go. Um, Richard, what are you looking forward to? Uh, Well, this evening is uh, Eurovision. Yeah. I'm a massive Eurovision fan, so we're having a a bit of a garden party for it this evening. I need to go Go after this and put a gazebo up Good. in the rain. Nice. <laughs> Are you picking for the winner? 
Who are you going for? I'm going to go for San Marino. Oh. They've got a floor rider. Oh, I might watch it tonight. I haven't watched it for years. Um, James, what are you doing? Uh, this week is the Europa League final uh, for Man United. So I'm watching that. Um, yeah. It won't be fun. It's something to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's all I've got as well. There's no games I'm coming out and I'm, so I'm working, finishing work. I finish for it next Friday, so I'm going to look forward to that. Um, but, Jedford, thank you so much for a thrilling quiz. Um, competition all the way. Uh, <laughs> where can we find you, James, if we need to talk to you? Intimidate you? Um, I'll be crying in the corner. Otherwise, I'll be on Twitter at LKDKO and Instagram. Same. Richard, where can we find you? On Twitter at Dobbo1912. And you can find me at GZ Broly on Twitter and Twitch. But for now, gentlemen, I'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Right. You've been listening to the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook. <laughs>